This is the Insurance Buzz, and we are your hosts, Michael and Courtney Weaver. We coach insurance professionals, business owners, and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about. Here on the Insurance Buzz, we share the wins, the losses, and everything in between that comes with being married business partners, training in the insurance space, and growing our business side by side. We also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world and hopefully inspire you to make yours. Hey, welcome to the Insurance Buzz. We are your host, Michael and Courtney Weaver. Today, we're going to be talking about when you market to everyone, you're actually marketing to no one. We're going to be talking about your ideal customer and how you identify who to speak to. Because when, yeah, when you speak to everyone, when you speak, you speak, to, speak to, everyone, to no one. You speak to no one. We've heard that over and over again. I was actually thinking about when I was preparing this, is there a situation where you can speak to everyone and drive results? So I thought about ice cream. That's where I went first. Ooh. And I thought, okay, well, ice now, cream. How about those that are lactose intolerant? Exactly. Exactly. So insurance is even more niche down. So we have to speak to our ideal customer. And did I say that right? Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) I am not. I will eat the hell out of some ice cream. Like it's my favorite thing on the planet. It's not my. Yeah, but you're also like allergic to it, right? Yeah, it's not. It doesn't work out well for me. Let's just let's Let's get into it. Let's get back into who is your Your ideal ideal customer. customer. Um, Thank you for sharing that story, though. I love it. So Mm -hmm. your ideal customer. So uh, I'm going to share a story with you to help kind of get you focused on why you should be talking about your ideal customer and why it matters in the field of insurance. So I want you to think about your local cheesecake factory, if you have one. Okay. If you have ever been to a cheesecake factory, I want you to think about that experience. So when you walk into a place that is named Cheesecake Factory, what they hand you is an encyclopedia of a menu. (laughs) It covers every spot on the globe. We're covering all different kinds of food. We have so many options for cheesecake that I don't even make it that far. I don't even Mm -hmm. get to dessert because I'm completely overwhelmed by all of my choices. And I don't think they are actually speaking to me. The only reason I'm going to the Cheesecake Factory is for a cheesecake. You better have some damn good cheesecake if you are the Cheesecake Factory. Yep. Versus, I, I don't want to see your thousands of meats and stuffed potatoes and fried chicken and tenderloins. And I don't care about any I lo- of that. I love your accent that you just pulled out there. That, that Missouri <laughs> accent came out hard. Um, versus like your favorite restaurant that you go to mm-hmm. usually has a front and a back menu. You know exactly what you can expect. It's very specific. They're talking to you. You know what you love. So I want you to think of it like that. So when you're talking about your ideal customer... We all sell insurance and we sell a lot of products and that can be overwhelming even for an agent, even for a producer. It can be extremely overwhelming for a customer too. Cause if you think about, let's just walk through like auto products, mm-hmm. fire products, plups, paps, we have health products, we have life insurance. And then that takes on a well, spin. There's annuities. There's so many things. Yeah. So my challenge here is, is how 
can you become the specialist at what you want to be the expert in? Like there's no sense. Look, you you offer 130 products. Congratulations. That's overwhelming. That's confusing. Not only is it overwhelming and confusing to you and your team, it's also overwhelming and confusing to your customer. Yep. I'm going to break down how exactly to identify oh, your ideal customer. Okay, You're already okay. starting to go that way. Okay. I want to high five you right now. Well, let's do it. Bam. Yes. Okay. So I want you to think about your ideal customer and an easy place to start here. Time out. What? I want you to give yourself a high five right Ooh, now. Oh, I like it. Unless you're driving, then please be safe. Uh, give yourself like an air <laughs> high five. High five. Let's do this. We are having fun. We are talking how to attract your ideal customer. Yeah, because you, you think about what do I want my business to look like? Regardless of what your role is in your agency, you should take ownership in that. This is you're building a portion mm-hmm. of a business. So what do you want that to look like? So when you think about your ideal customer, for me... It's easier to start with who do I not want? That's always an easier place to go. So when building your ideal customer, you're going to go with two who's. I want you to remember two who's and two what's. So two who's and two what's will help you get your ideal customer. We got the owls in here. (laughs) I know. So the first who is who is not for you. Who do you not want in your book of business? Maybe you're focused on homeowners versus renters. Maybe you're focused on, you know, families that have multiple vehicles versus single line auto. Maybe you're focused on business owners instead of people who are W-2 employees. Like there's a lot of things where you start going, okay, who do I, who is not for me? And then the second who is, who is for you? So who do you want? I'm going to do that the whole episode. Who do you want in your book of business? Yeah. And I think that this is, especially when we're talking about, let's take a life insurance product. When you think about, okay, who do I want in my book of business? You can sell a lot of different life insurance products depending on the age of that person, mm-hmm. what their life looks like, their financial needs. So a life insurance product for me as a 30-something, I'm going to say a late 20-something just for fun, um, as a 30-something, as an elder <laughs> millennial, it's going to look very different than a life insurance product for my parents who are yep. in retirement. Yep. So you have to start thinking about that. All right. Are you tracking with me so far? No, I love this because this is something that I feel like we did really, really well. Our target was always. Oh, I'm going to break that down. Oh, perfect. Okay. Let's go. You know what? I, you know what I love about this? Thank you for listening to, and just have it like listening to our married life conversation (laughs) is that we share a brain and I'm like, Oh, you just wait. (laughs) I have already. So if you're listening to this, I will share what our, I, I will paint our ideal avatar our ideal customer, what they looked like, their values. I will share exactly what that was like in our interest. And we've had to do that for every business. I mean, we've, we've been in five different sales organizations, so Mm -hmm. five different industries. And, um, your ideal customer is so important because that's who you can then talk to. That's who you are going to attract. You can deliver one message and you know, you are talking to that person. Yeah. And I think it's important too, when, you're talking about your ideal customer that also will cue you to who you need to network with. And that Mm -hmm. if you can have, you know, this is the person that I'm looking to serve when you're networking, they will start delivering that message for you. So 
one of my dear friends has a podcast who has, I think she's got over 10 million downloads. She's incredible, but she does a great job of when she talks about her podcast, she says, I'm the gateway drug for personal development. I talk to women who want to get into Mm. personal development. She has told me that over and over and over again. So when I am recommending or referring her, I can easily say that this is the gateway drug for women who want to get into personal development. Yeah. I'm probably not going to go check out that podcast. No, but she has 10 million downloads. So she's speaking to her her ideal ideal customer customer over and over and over again. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the, now let's go to the what's. Who's not for you. Who is for you? Okay. (laughs) What's, what product do you love to sell? Mm. I think this quite possibly might be the most important one because human beings have this innate ability. We are all born with this BS detector. Mm-hmm. Like you can smell it a mile away when you know somebody's just pushing a product because it's a promotion. It's the end of the month. They're trying to meet their goal. It's what do you actually love talking about what is the one product that gets you fired up man you just took that out of my mouth yep what fires you what fires you up what are you passionate about what fulfills you what makes you excited to come in and talk to people every single day lead your team what is going to make you want to run through a wall to tell people about it yeah and then the next one is what problem do you love to solve (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I actually, when we were building our our avatar or our ideal customer, those are kind of interchanged in the marketing world. In our insurance agency, Michael's favorite thing to talk about was financial services. Money, baby. Money. Money, money, money. He wanted to talk about how do I prepare you for retirement? Mm -hmm. What do we do with money? How do we budget money? How can we make our money work for us? So we built our whole customer base on that because we knew that he was going to talk about that anyway. I was the money guy. Yes. I branded myself as the money man. I'm the money guy. You come talk to me about money. Rental properties, come talk to me. Inherit some money, come talk to me. You don't even do business with me. You're still coming and asking questions. Like, I'm the money guy. So this became something, and this is why your ideal customer is incredibly important is because we started doing a Sunday night Facebook live and it was called Sunday smarts. And what Michael would do is he would get on and he would speak to his ideal customer and he would talk all about money. He would talk about investing. He would talk about retirement. He would talk about budgeting strategies, you know, real estate, all of those things. So we were able to really speak to who do we want in our book of business and Regardless of in a, my book of business or not, who do I want to show up and serve? Yeah. What am I passionate about and how can I give value back into the world and know that at some point it'll come back? Yeah. And that and that was something that I personally was extremely passionate about. So it was really easy to talk to. Just like you came from a tiny town. I came from a tiny town where people, you work but you don't plan for retirement. You have to work your life away. You're hoping that you may get that pension that you were promised. And so I was very passionate on, I never want, I never want to get to the end and not be able to know that I'm financially prepared to do whatever I want. I'm financially free. And I want those around me to also be financially free. And I want my customers to be financially free. It was something really, really easy for me to talk about because I'm hoping you can tell this right now. I'm passionate about it. Like I love talking about money. 
money is something that you don't talk about. At least we didn't talk about growing up. We don't talk about it in small towns. You don't like, you don't talk about money. You don't talk about investing. You don't talk about retirement. You just, you just figure it out. Like you, you work your nine to five and you enjoy the weekends. And so it was something I was extremely passionate about because no one else was talking to my customers about it. Yep. Are you tired of hiring new producers only to find out that your sales numbers aren't increasing like you need them to? If so, you're not alone. Many insurance agencies face the same problem, but the solution isn't always to hire more people. It's about equipping your team with the right skills and training. That's where our insurance training program comes in. We understand the unique challenges faced by insurance agencies, and we've designed a comprehensive training program to help you and your team succeed. Weaver Sales Academy is a 24-7 on-demand training curriculum specifically tailored for your insurance sales. The program includes our exclusive 10-day plug-and-play new hire training to teach any insurance professional how to sell multiple products, sell on value versus price, overcome objections, and more. It also includes our eight-week advanced training to perfect the auto, home, and life insurance presentation over the phone and in person. Not only that, we've included product-specific sales training, word tracks, scripts, closing techniques, and more. There's so much more to the program, so if you're interested in joining the program that's helped over 10,000 insurance agents nationwide, visit www.weaversa.com or send me a text directly at 816-727-7610 with any questions to find out more. So you might be thinking, okay, this is great. Um... And you might still need just a little bit more evidence of how important the ideal customer is. For sure. So before I break down what our ideal customer was, I want to give you another example because I love to tell stories. We're sitting around a campfire. We're doing the thing. So there are two different department stores. And I'm going to explain what they sell. And I'm going to share how different they are. So one department store sells home goods, they sell clothing, they sell accessories. Um, That's what they focus on. Another department store sells the exact same thing. They have home goods, they have clothing, they have accessories. One of them targets the top 2% income bracket earners in the United States and equally wealthy people around the world. The other one's ideal customer, and you can look this up on the internet, that's not a secret, is a woman 59 and a half married earning $80,000 a year. These two stores are Neiman Marcus and Walmart. Very different stores, very different brands, speaking to very different customers. This is why this is important because as a customer, I have a set expectation now. If I know you're talking to me, I know Mm -hmm. what to expect. That's funny. When you said the Neiman Marcus, I was actually like, they target the other 98%. <laughs> Walmart targets the other uh, 98%. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know you were going with Walmart and Neiman. I had no I idea where you were going. Was. I was just going, no, I was just like, okay, they target the 2% of top earners and this one's probably going to target the bottom. Right? <laughs> no, no. Oh, but the, they will publicly share that. Like you can go and look that up. Like who is their ideal customer? Love that. So I'm going to give you our example of what our, our ideal customer was. Now, we were in a small rural community. We were New Market. 
The median household income was $79,000. The values, and I think that this is important when you think about your ideal customer, what did they value? They valued stability, customer service, comfort, and home. That was very important to them. The issues that they face, and this is where you can get into a deeper messaging standpoint and speaking to your ideal customer. Before I tell you the issues that they face, I I want you to start thinking about your ideal customer. What keeps them up at night? Mm. What are the things that they are constantly trying to make decisions on? What's that marble that's rolling around? So our ideal customer, their issues were they had drivers that are getting ready to turn 16. They were youthful drivers, saving and planning for retirement, life insurance, security with their home, and security with their finances. Those were the things that kept them up at night. So we built a person, you can name her or him, and that's exactly who you're speaking to. So when you're out and you're networking or you're making a post on social media or you're talking to your other customers and you're building your value statements, this is who you're helping. This is the problem that you're solving. This is what keeps them up at night. Yep. Uh, You are... You're you're spot on with this. You're freaking rocking I, and rolling. I teach this in Weaver Sales Academy. So it, yeah, I'm fired up, man. And you're spot on. And it's not to say, because you may be thinking right now, well, this is great, but we offer a ton of different products. Look, even though our target was homeowners with kids in the household, that doesn't mean we didn't write some renter's policies, okay? Yeah. But it was a it was a 75-25 split. 75% of our business was homeowners, 25, 20 to 25% were renters. And so a majority of the business we wrote were homeowners with kids in the household. So they had more, they had homes to protect. They had families to protect. They needed to start planning for retirement, college, weddings. Like it was awesome. And that's a majority of what we wrote and attracted. And I would say too, to your point, Yeah, you are going to write business that's outside of your scope of like your ideal customer. But is that where your ideal, like, are they going to eventually step into your ideal customer? That's right. So yeah, they're a renter right now without any kids with one car, but at some point they're going to step into potentially having children or potentially wanting to have life insurance or potentially, and they know because you've already positioned yourself as the expert for that, those problems that they're going to encounter, they're easily going to transition into that ideal client. So they're just going to stay with you. Oh yeah. You grow together. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially with the way we had our business model set up is, <clears throat> I mean, by the time we were two, two years in the business we were writing was all referrals or all organic referrals coming from social media or coming from Google. And so even the renters we were writing were going to purchase a home. Like that was in their plan in the next two to three years. So you're a hundred percent right. Like you are attract, we were attracting the people we wanted to ensure even before they became the ideal market, the ideal customer. And I think that you bring up, I love that you said attract because your ideal customer is constantly, and I'm going to speak to like social media because that's mainly where I hang out in the marketing space is the online brand. You're constantly attracting and repelling, attracting mm-hmm. and repelling. And it's not a bad thing to repel because that also gives you an opportunity to refer 
to say, hey, you know what? That's not my specialty or that's not what I specialize in, but let me send you to this person. And then you can create partnerships that way. And collaboration is one of the most beautiful things in business that you should be leveraging day in and day out is how do I help serve this person? Because just because they're not my ideal client doesn't mean they're not Michael's down the road. Like, yep. let's start connecting. Maybe they do a ton of commercial business and that's not what you want to write. Yep. And I think you can even, actually, I don't think, I know because we did this and some of you may think we're crazy, but even if we were talking to an auto renter or auto homeowner and they didn't see the value in being properly protected with the adequate liability limits, we would send them down the road. Yep. And I remember, I remember peers Literally saying, Michael, you literally tell these people to, and this was in first year as a new market. If we talk to somebody and they wanted state minimum limits, we're like, we are not the agency for you. We will give you this person's number and this person's number. They will be more than happy to write your insurance. They don't care about you, but at least they'll get you insured. We only do business with people that that actually find value in what we do and being properly protected to make sure that in the event something happens, you're covered. You're safe. You're fine. You're not mad at me. You're insurance professional. Mm-hmm. Turning them away. I don't want, I did not want to attract state minimum. Like, no, thank you. Like, yeah, it's not, it wasn't our ideal customer. No way. And it's also a deeper level of psychology of wanting to be a part of something that's of value. Yep. Like valuing what you pay for, <clears throat> saying, no, thank you. Like, that's not what we do here. But if that is something that is important, we would. In the future, we'd love to have a future conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I think this is so good. So, all right. We've talked about the hoo-hoo. Hoo-hoo. All right. So what, who, is, who is not for you? Who is for you? Mm-hmm. What product do you love to sell and what problem do you love to solve? Yep. And so here you may be thinking right now, well, this is great. I love to do this, but you know, we have to, we have to help people with other, great. That's why you have a team. So how can you find a team that is passionate about helping solve people's problems or helping sell a product that maybe you're not crazy about doing? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to like skip over the fact that we all have to eat and we are in the sales organizations. Like we have to provide a, a product and a service to our customers. But what I am saying is the more you can refine this message and the more you can get clear about who you are speaking to, you will start to see business come in easier. Mm -hmm. You will start to have that match, that alignment of you have the product or the service that solves the problem that I have. And you are the person that I want to partner with. That's what I'm talking about is really creating that solid message that you can share with your network, whether that's in person or online, and you can share with your current customers to have them help start driving referrals as well. Oh, and you bring up like, so ultimately as an insurance professional agency owner, auto fire life, Mm -hmm. auto fire life. How can you attract the households that you can help out and have conversations around auto fire life? And I'd even go a step further and say investments if you, if you like that. So auto fire life though, those are the three Kingsmen of insurance. And I want to reiterate this point as to we, as a company, when we, when we, um, the company we represented introduced pet insurance. 
I sure as shit was not passionate about pet insurance and I wasn't going to talk to people about pet insurance because I didn't like pet. In, like I didn't find that's not something that I enjoyed. Okay. Now if they brought it up, great that they saw it on something or they had pets in the household. I might be like, Hey, well we offer, but this is not something I'm going to start marketing. That yeah. is a weird message to be like, Hey, I can help you with your millions of dollars. And I can also help you. Your, like, no, like I wanted to attract people with money. I want, we wanted to attract households, homeowners. We've already said this with money that we could help out with auto fire life and investments. What you're saying there is Stay focused on the certain things that you really want to talk about. Quit, yes. Because even in auto fire life, I mean, how many different variations live sure. inside of those? So Absolutely. that's where the ideal yep. customer yep. comes into play. And to your point, yeah, if you're not fired up about pet insurance, <laughs> then don't don't share it. Don't confuse the customer. Don't throw an encyclopedia of a menu in front of them and say, hey. I'm willing to help you with all of these thousands of insurance products. Which one do you want? Because you're going to feel like the Cheesecake the che Factory. Yep. You're going to feel like the Cheesecake Factory. That's it. That's all I got today. Dang. I brought her home. I brought her home. It was like a stand-up comedy routine. I brought it all the way back to the Cheesecake Factory. This was so good. Thank you. So good. So, and I love your tip and you do teach this a lot. You are a master at this. You're a master at determining your ideal customer and how to do it. I love the one thing that I really, really always take away from you is figuring out who you're not for. Mm -hmm. Who, who are you not for? Yeah. And be okay with it. Yes. But if you can figure out who you're not for, then you can attract more of who you are for. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we need to do another podcast, a deeper podcast when um, talking about creating a message and the problems that your mm. consumers have. Mm. Maybe that's a part two. We'll see. Maybe. If Maybe. You guys, if you want to hear that, if you want to hear how to craft a message, how to speak to the problem itself, shoot us a text, 816-727-7610. Let us know. We're always trying to create content that adds so much value to you. Like our whole mission is to elevate an entire industry and to help you find success, however you define that in your career and in your life. So we're always trying to make your job as easy as possible and bring content, like quick hit content that you can implement and take action on today. So if that's something that you want to see, or if you have something that you're trying to work through that you need help on, shoot us a text. It's Michael and I, we're here. We'll answer the message and we'll create a podcast just for you. Hell yeah. Courtney, you crushed today. Thank you. This was freaking good. So I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, as always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have. We appreciate you spending time with us today. Go out, make it great. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have, and I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.